mystery in our history. This episode of the Mystery in Our History podcast is not brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer or Angry Orchard. It's not. <laughs> However, they are quite delicious. Indeed, and are we know. With that said, hey everyone, and thank you for turning, tuning in to the Mystery in Our History podcast, where we take an in-depth look at all things urban legend and conspiracy theory related, and how they came to be. I'm J.R. Supa. That's Chris Barry. Here we go. So, hey, Chris, um, you know how most people, if you ask them, they're not big fans of politicians? Yeah, I, I do, because I'm absolutely one of those people. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> in fact, I, I would say most people think that politicians are pretty much slimy reptiles who can't be trusted. Yeah, that argument holds a little bit of water. Right. Well, what if I told you that particular outlook was actually more accurate than you'd think and i'm not talking about some conspiracy about 9-11 being an inside job or jfk or the moon landing or even epstein i mean what if those slimy reptile politicians were actually slimy reptiles now i mean listen that's a theory that i could definitely get behind i mean what human can actively vote against human interest over and over again and still sleep at night? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm actually talking about the reptilian elite. Beautiful. Yes. I'm talking about blood-drinking, flesh-eating, shape-shifting, extraterrestrial reptilian humanoids with only one objective in their cold-blooded little heads. To enslave the human race. Well, I am glad that we landed here, because I am excited to dive into this topic, and I have to say, I'm not too familiar with reptilians, but I know a little bit of the core key points and the arguments, so I'm, I'm happy to dive in and learn, learn a little bit more about it. Well, I'm glad you are, because um, as far as I'm concerned, this is a silly conspiracy theory. It, yeah, it is. 100%. <laughs> However, I will say the amount of information on this particular theory is abundant by multiple people too like yeah. like even jesse the body ventura like went on a tangent about how reptilians are real like yeah. i mean and he's very credible he's extremely credible i, JR. I don't know man <laughs> jesse the body ventura <laughs> he was a predator what i mean how how much less that's uh, how much more credible do you get that's true well allegedly chris <laughs> allegedly all right. They are our leaders, our corporate executives, our beloved Oscar-winning actors and Grammy-winning singers, and they are responsible for the Holocaust, the Oklahoma City bombings, and the 9-11 attacks. At least that's according to former BBC sports reporter David <laughs> Ike, Ick, or Icky. I'm not really sure how to pronounce his last name. Uh, but I think you know which one I'm going to go with. I think it's Ike, but I don't quote me on that. All right. Well, 
after he published a book called The Biggest Secret in 1998, which contained interviews with two Brits who claimed members of the royal family were nothing more than reptiles with crowns, he became the poster boy for this theory. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty tall order to fill, but uh, again, I'm, I'm interested in hearing Mr. Ike or Icky out. <laughs> well, before we go any further, I would like everyone listening and you, Chris, to keep in mind that Mr. <laughs> Icky, for a time, only wore turquoise, the color turquoise, oh. and okay. insisted on being called the Son of Godhead. Jesus Christ. So, okay. <laughs> as usual, someone with an quote-unquote interesting conspiracy turns out to be a Looney Tune and removes all credibility from his claim. Well, goddamn, I spoke too soon as usual, but I guess <laughs> let's hear what he has to say anyway. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Icky says that these Anukai, or the reptilians, have controlled humankind since... Since ancient times, they include people such as Queen Elizabeth, George W. Bush, Henry Kissinger, Bill and Hillary Clinton, and Bob Hope. Icky even jumps across conspiracy boundaries, claiming that the lizards are behind secret societies like the Freemasons and the Illuminati. So I'm not sure if you'll know this, but I was a little confused reading this. Is is Icky, and, and by the way, we're just going to call him Icky from the, yes, here he on is out. Icky. Because He's very just, Icky. Yeah. He's extremely icky. Um, is this theory that there are reptilians controlling humans or that the humans are the reptilians? Reptiles in a flesh suit. Okay. All right. Yes. Now, before we dive into all the people who are supposed to be lizards under flesh suits, which I can, I'll actually give you Hillary Clinton on that one. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, reptile or not, it's just a living monster, so... Yes. Uh, let it be known that, much like cryptozoology theories, reptile people have their roots in history, and not just some wacko's 1998 book. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Many cultures have legends of creatures which are part human and part reptile. One of the first historical depictions of a reptilian humanoid was the ancient Egyptian deity Sobek, who had the head of a crocodile. He was depicted with similar traits, such as being aggressive and animalistic. So it wasn't just the head of a crocodile, he also had traits similar to. Right. Yeah, and that one's a classic. I mean, I, I just thought of it in my head just thinking about it. And, uh, you know, the Egyptians have the other great classics like the Sphinx and the Anubis. So I'm not yep. too shocked that they have the Gator Boy, too. So. <laughs> the Gator Boy. <laughs> Mama said alligator is his ownery because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> in, in South and Southeast Asian mythology, the Naga are semi-divine creatures, which are also half human and half serpent. Yep. And just to clarify, too, it's like the bottom half being the serpent part and the half, uh, top half being human. Yes. Almost like a centaur, except uh, with the horse replaced snake. Right. Which is the opposite of um, really the reptilian people um, right, that right. we're discussing because they are more like, just imagine a giant man lizard. Yeah. Um, in Chinese mythology, which I guess is not South or Southeast Asia. There exists a special reverence for reptilian creatures. 
Dragon King symbolized the power of the four elemental corners, shape-shifting into humans at will, pulled by celestial dragons in their heavenly chariots. Huh. I'm actually not too familiar with that one. Yeah, yeah that's, that's all new to me. Uh, within Islamic mythology, the jinn are creatures of smokeless fire who sometimes appear as snake-like beings, and the jinn were created by God and exist under the same rules as mankind. Yep. Also, that translates to genie in the English language, and mm-hmm. as I'm sure you know, possesses humans, so that would go back to the possession theory. Yep. One of them, anyway. Yeah. Some researchers believe that extraterrestrial entities have influenced humans since the beginning of human history, creating cultural practices around their likenesses. Uh, Zakaria Stitchin believed that the Anukai of Sumerian mythology was an ancient extraterrestrial race, controlling humans and using them as slaves to do their bidding. So, a little bit of a weird uh, tangent here, but it's an odd theory, but it makes sense. Um... Earth is speculated to be one of those uh, very few resource-rich planets in the entire universe. Um, And according to space law, you're not supposed to mess with civilization. Well, it's like Um, internet law. You don't mess with cats. Right, right. Which is a great Um, documentary, by the way, if you see that on (laughs) Netflix. Really, really messed up, but really good. What is it? Don't Fuck With Cats. It's about... um, it's about this guy who posted a YouTube video of him vacuum sealing kittens in a bag and killing them. And then this community on Facebook got together and helped track him down. Good. And then they the killed cops... him, right? No. But, oh. you know, the cops Vigilante justice would have been a lot better. True story. But, so, <laughs> but it's like him escalating. So he goes from kittens to puppies to people. And posts no. them all on YouTube. Oh, yeah. No, sir. He yes, did sir. humans? He, like, yep. killed humans in there? Straight up human on a bed, stabs him, like, ten times with an ice pick. Video. It's a really good documentary. Is that, you uh, watch it. Is that, uh... I think I know who you're talking about, actually. Holy shit. Uh, if I heard his name, I'd probably know. He's Canadian. Canadian. Uh, I know he, I know he did the, I know he did the stabbing to an 80s song. This is off topic. Yes. Why are we yeah, completely. About this? Complete tangent. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> you asked for a tangent, you shall receive it. Yeah. Um, there are also claims that the snake from Genesis was, in fact, a reptilian being, and that's Genesis, the Bible, not the band, who convinced Eve to break her oath to God by tasting the forbidden fruit of knowledge. Now, that's actually a really cool idea that I had never even thought of, and that's mm-hmm. extremely interesting. Yeah. Now, could these myths be interpretations of reptile humanoids suited for the time, place, and circumstance around ancient moments of contact? Find out on this week's episode of Ancient Aliens. Or just stick on around and listen a little (laughs) further. (laughs) So, Michael Barkin, I believe is his last name, Uh, Professor of political science at Syracuse University posits that the idea of a reptilian conspiracy originated in the fiction of Conan the Barbarian, creator Robert E. Howard. The first appearance of serpent men uh, in literature was in Howard's story The Shadow Kingdom, published in Weird Tales in August 1929. The story drew on the 
theosophical ideas of the lost worlds of Atlantis, um, Lemuria, particularly Helena Blavatsky's The Secret Doctrine, written in 1888, with its reference to dragon men who once had mighty civilization on a Lemurian continent. So besides, like, history showing around, this was the first mm-hmm. appearance of reptilians in, in pop culture. Um, Correct. I so, wonder if that's what really, like, planted the seed in people's mind. Yeah, I think what they're saying is, like, the, the conspiracy itself kind of originated in this, and maybe these people got their um, – as I spit on my computer – these people <laughs> might have gotten – their idea for the serpent men from the ancient um, stories about, like, the different gods and all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. So Howard's serpent men were described as humanoids with human bodies and snake heads who were able to imitate humans at will and who lived in underground passages and used their shape-changing and mind-control abilities to infiltrate humanity. Clark Ashton Smith used Howard's Serpent Men in his stories, as well as themes from H.P. Lovecraft, and he, Howard, and Lovecraft together laid the basis for the Cthulhu mythos. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, that's cool. That's, um, yeah, I mean, those are some of the theories that I, that, you know, I've heard of lizard people living underground, but, I mean, again, that's probably laying the, the groundwork for for that as well mm-hmm. which we do have underground tunnels through the u.s so i mean it's you know it's just like another one of those weird connecting points yeah it's one of those things that they use to be like see this is what we were saying yeah so, yeah i don't know but yeah but I, who knows right right <laughs> precisely now in the 1940s maurice doriel also known as claude duggins wrote a pamphlet entitled Mysteries of the Gobi that described a serpent race with bodies like man but heads like a great snake and an ability to take human form. These creatures also appeared in Duriel's poem The Emerald Tablets in which he referred to emlet uh, which yeah in which he referred to emerald tablets written by Thoth an Atlantean priest Barkun asserts that an ill likelihood, in all likelihood, Doriel's ideal came from the Shadow Kingdom that, in turn, the Emerald Tablets formed the basis for another David Icky book, Children of the Matrix. <laughs> it's funny. These guys just keep laying down, like, groundwork that inspires others to just kind of look further and lay down, like, their own thoughts and theories on it. And I apologize for stumbling through that last paragraph. Uh, my entire <laughs> computer just went haywire on me, like, as I was reading. <laughs> that's funny you say that mine did that the last the last one which is why i was just like uh 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 yeah, yeah um we're just we're trying <laughs> i was just trying to power through the technical difficulties <laughs> we're professionals that's what we do exactly instead of starting over we just plow through it and i don't power have to edit because that's a professional <laughs> thing to do <laughs> now the part of this theory that gave rise to people believing that the world is run by these alien reptiles, or these reptile people, I should say, is rooted in aliens, because it always comes back to aliens. 
JR, it always comes back to aliens. Alien abduction narrative sometimes allege contact with reptilian creatures. One of the earliest reports was that of Ashland, Nebraska police officer Herbert Shermer, born 1945, who under hypnosis recalled being taken aboard a UFO in 1967 by humanoid beings with a slightly reptilian appearance who wore a winged serpent emblem on the left side of their chests. Man, I wish I wish there was a little bit more detail on like the slightly reptilian appearance cuz like what does that mean? They yeah. just have slit for eyes, like maybe a little like smelling tongue coming out of their mouth for a second. I don't know. But well, I I want to know. <laughs> this is what gives way to the lizard people. The common theory is that these lizard people are actually aliens and are wearing flesh suits as disguises. Woof. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> now, according to one source, positive reptilians are not the norm. And many abductions involve forcible acts upon the abductee. Some of these intrusions are sexual in nature, leading researchers to the conclusion that hybridization between humans and reptilian may be in progress. Abductees have reported encountering strange amphibian-like beings while abroad, while abroad, aboard reptilian ships. But perhaps the truth of their intervention dates back even further than recent encounters. Researchers hypothesize that human beings may have been genetically altered by these entities for thousands of years, torn from a peaceful evolutionary path by otherworldly forces, and subsequently enslaved. So that's a theory that's like extremely far out to me. Because like if I've learned anything from doing this podcast with you, is that anything can be possible, right? We don't have definitive proof of anything really in this world. Um, and I do shudder at the thought of, like, humans having DNA tampered with through the course of evolution and having our, our evolu- evolutionary path derailed. That's a, that's a really weird thought to think about. You want a really weird thought to think about, Chris? Yes. The most disturbing thing that I could find about the reptilian elite were the results of a public pol- policy polling survey showing that around 12 million people in the United States believe that interstellar lizards in people suits rule our country. Dude, did you just say 12 million? Let me re- let me repeat that. 12 <laughs> million people just in the United States believe interstellar lizard in people suits rule our country. I mean, listen, it's far-fetched, but let's see what they have to say. Maybe they have some good arguments like our Flat Earth friends. Before we go any further, I can hear my wife giggling in the other room (laughs) (laughs) about that statistic. (laughs) Yeah, she knows what's up, man. (laughs) As soon as I finished repeating it, all I heard was... All right. Well, let's let's discuss some politics. <laughs> in the closely fought 2008 United States Senate election in Minnesota between comedian and commentator Al Franken and the incumbent Senator Norm Coleman, one of the ballots challenged by Coleman included a vote for Franken with lizard people 
written in the space provided for write-in candidates. Lucas Davenport, who later claimed to have written the gag ballot, said, I don't know if you've heard the conspiracy theory about lizard men. A friend of mine, we didn't like the candidates, so we were at first going to write in revolution because we thought that was good and to the point. And then we thought the lizard people would be even funnier. That guy's just a moron. It's like not even a funny joke. He's just a dumb idiot jackass. Like You stupid. are correct. Gonna have to try a little bit harder than that. Now, in Canada, so this one doesn't really count like most things from that country, except for maybe Ryan Reynolds and Celine Dion. I, listen, first of all, amen to that statement. <laughs> but why are you why are you defending Celine Dion? Like that's that's a little gross. I mean, you could have gone with Keanu Reeves, Michael J. Fox, Mike Myers, William Shatner, Michael Sarah, but you went with Celine Dion. Of okay, all number people. one. I will give you Keanu, because 2020 is the year of Keanu. However, All right. Celine Dion, number one, near or far, her heart will go on. <laughs> Fuck off, but okay. Two, the fact that she was in the, the second Deadpool movie was amazing. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. So a little bit of uh, little Canadians little working together. Yes, a little bias. Now, quote, unquote, evil reptilian kitten eater from another planet was a pejorative used to refer to then Ontario Liberal Party opposition leader Dalton McGuinty in a press release disseminated by the Progressive Conservative Party of Ontario on September 12, 2003 during the prov uh, provincial election campaign in Ontario, Canada. I mean, not to be Mr. Debunker, but some mentally unstable idiot would say the same about, like, Trump or Bernie these days. So, like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's – how about this? In February 2011, on the uh, now off-the-air Opie and Anthony radio show, the comedian Louis C.K., jokingly asked former U.S. Secretary of, Secretary, Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld a number of times if he and Dick Cheney were lizard people who enjoyed the taste of human flesh. Amused by Rumsfeld's refusal to directly answer the question, C.K. suggested that as it is as a possible admission of guilt. He went on to further muse that perhaps those who are lizard people cannot lie about it. When asked if they are lizards, they can either avoid answering the question or say yes. So, okay, that one's really weird because I've actually heard that recording. Um, and it, he really does just deflect the question over mm -hmm. and over again. He, Louis C.K. asks multiple times. like All he has to say is, me. no, that's ridiculous. Right, right. So that's the thing. It's like he just deflects, 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 uh -huh. and never ever says no or anything. So it's just like it's weird because like either just say no or like I, I don't know. It's just weird. He I guess like if you say no, even said I can't speak for Cheney, but I'm not. Right, exactly. Like something funny. Like I, yeah, it, anything. Like I get like anything. Saying no too fast would make you seem like uh, guilty. I guess right, or but, even getting upset uh, about it, like. Because it's clearly right. just a joke, but like he could have yeah. handled it so much better. But the deflecting, man, the laughing it off and deflecting, man, that was just so fishy. It was just fishy. Yeah, very fishy. 
Well, on March 4th, 2013, a video depicting a security agent with unusual features guarding a speech by President U.S. I'm sorry, by U.S. President Barack Obama was spotlit in a wired report about shape-shifting reptilian humanoids leading to a tongue-in-cheek response from Chief National Security Council spokeswoman Caitlin Hayden that, quote, any alleged program to guard the president with aliens or robots would likely have to be scaled back or eliminated in the sequester. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty cheeky response. See, there you go. That's a cheeky yeah. response that you can give right. to someone. Like, be like, oh, like, oh, yeah, I mean... Now, for those of you who don't know what the sequester is, it refers to the budget sequestration of 2013. The automatic spending cuts to the United States federal government spending in particular categories of outlays where that were initially set to begin January 1st, 2013 as a fiscal policy and as a result of the Budget Control Act of 2011. All right. So we're going to go over to my corner that cost two cents to get in. Um, because I've seen the video that you're referencing, um, and, and although the person in question has an odd look to them, I think it's just a, a mix of having like slightly different facial features and a camera dropping features on his face because it's from a distance. Okay. Um, my profession with my profession, I work with cameras. I work in photography. Um, and anyone who knows and works with cameras knows that like at a certain distance, zoom will drop detail. Uh, and again, like I'm not an, an expert because I work in the financial department, <laughs> um, but that's just my opinion. But who knows? I mean, if this is real and and they were caught, uh, they would need you know like uh, like hacks to like uh, they they would they would basically need hacks like me to sweep it underneath the rug for them. Um, but anyway, well we'll we'll play the video because I pulled it up for you. Perfect. Uh, forgive. Forgive the the super sorry robot voice that's in here, um, and also you know the uploader couldn't even spell the word service correctly, so you, you kind of know what you're getting here. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we'll, we'll play that for you real quick. Maybe we won't play the whole thing. <laughs> well, good morning, everyone. During Barack Obama's speech at 2012 APAC Policy Conference at the Washington Convention Center, the camera spotted a very odd individual who may be either with the U.S. Secret Service, or with the Israels, and could be a strong evidence of a shapeshifter alien humanoid working for the powers that be, caught in a high-definition video during an event of the Zionist cabal. Four years ago, I stood before you and said that Israel's security is sacrosanct. It is non-negotiable. That belief has guided my actions as president. Even though at first sight he looks just like the average Secret Service spook, a series of odd features on his head, face, plus a very strange behavior and creepy movements, suggest something else. But due the low lighting in half the amphitheater, he would pass unnoticed or regarded as a normal human being by the crowd, and everybody who watched this video, if it was not by the camera of the Jewish News 1, which caught him from another angle apparently shape-shifting into some sort of reptilian non-human form.
disregard all the distortions and image artifacts caused by post-edition zooming, and pay close attention to how his head features suddenly change. His ears, his nose, his chin, cheekbone, jaw and mouth, are no longer looking human at all. Matter of fact now he has a blatant non-human face, so what just happened? Did his shape-shifting device fail during Obama's speech, in the middle of an amphitheater crowded with people? Is he an actual reptilian humanoid? Is he one of the Anunnaki? Is he a tall grey bio-android, or what? Is that video evidence, that the Illuminati elite is in bed with at least one ancient extraterrestrial race, hidden in plain sight? and pulling the strings of mankind. Alright, well that was fun. Um, yeah, interesting stuff. Yeah. <laughs> We're also going to give you a little bonus material here. Because Lizard People directly coincides with a short, cryptid story of Lizard Man of Scrape or Swamp, also known as the Lizard Man of Lee County. Nice. I'm all about it. They can throw some cryptids in here for me? Yeah, why not, Love man? It. On July 14th, 1988, the Lee County Sheriff's Office investigated a report of a car damaged overnight while parked at a home in the area of Browntown, <laughs> outside Bishopville, South Carolina, <laughs> on the edges of Scrape or Swamp. The car reportedly had teeth marks and scratches, with hair and muddy footprints left behind. Sheriff Real quick, how did I... How did I not pick up on Brown Town? I don't know. I must man. have read this in like a million times, and then you chuckling just gave it away to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sheriff Liston Truesdale noted this was a start of various claims that eventually co-escalated into a story about a lizard man in the swamp. Prompted by the news of a vehicle damaged, 17-year-old local Christopher Davis reported to the sheriff that his car was damaged by a creature he described as green, wet-like, about seven feet tall, and had three fingers, red eyes, skin like a lizard, snake-like scales, two weeks prior. Now, according to Davis, he was driving home from working the night shift at a fast food restaurant when his car got a flat tire. After fixing it, he saw a creature walking toward him. David got in his car and began to drive, but the creature was soon on top of the car. He applied his brakes, causing the creature to roll off the car, giving Davis enough time to escape. Coverage by the newspapers and media resulted in increased attention for his claims. Local businesses began selling Lizard Man t-shirts, and the local Chamber of Commerce encouraged the media attention as good for the community. Nice. Sounds like an American bunyip, especially... With the help of selling shirts and all that, getting yeah. really into that capitalism. <laughs> well, the increase in newspaper and media publicity prompted further reports of sightings, and the area soon became a tourist attraction for visitors and hunters. Local radio station, WCOS, offered a million-dollar reward to anybody who could capture the creature alive. On August 5th, Kenneth Orr, an airman stationed at Shaw Air Force Base, 
filed a police report alleging that he had encountered the lizard man on Highway 15, and he had shot and wounded it. He presented several scales and a small quantity of blood as evidence, or recanted this account two days later when he was arraigned for unlawfully carrying a pistol and the misdemeanor offense <laughs> of filing a false police report. According to Orr, he had hoaxed the sighting in order to keep the stories about Lizard Man in circulation. Reports of the creature gradually declined at the end of the summer. Local law enforcement officials speculated that the sightings were likely to have been caused by a bear. That's odd, because if I've learned anything about um, f- about military and conspiracies, especially from like doing aliens, is... Uh, usually someone who is in the service, you know, usually is telling the truth, mm-hmm. and then usually is being made to quiet up and to keep it under Here wraps. Come so other man people. in black. But yeah, but also this is just this is just a like a pilot you said, right? Just like a just a He's just an uh, officer in the Air Force. He's not yeah, he's not like a general. No, or anything, he's just an airman. So it could just be an any guy. Okay. In 2008, CNN mentioned the lizard man legend in a story about a couple in Bishopsville, South Carolina who reported damage to their vehicle including blood traces. The blood traces were subsequently found to be from a domestic dog, though the local sheriff suggested it might have been a coyote or a wolf. Who cares? In 2015, local television station WCIV featured photos and videos claimed to be the lizard man allegedly taken by unidentified individuals. In August 2017, the South Carolina Emergency Management Division sent a humorous tweet, quote, regarding possible paranormal activity, end quote, during the solar eclipse that passed over the area, hinting that people of Lee and Sumter counties would remain vigilant for sightings of the Lizard Man. Dude, have you seen these pics, by the way? No. Dude, I looked them up after reading into this a little bit and laughed my fucking ass off. Dude, 60s Godzilla looks more believable than this fucking picture of 2017 or 2015 Lizard Man. Uh, Dude, put the links well, at the well, end of this and I'll pull them. Yeah, we'll we'll put them up on Instagram and everything. You guys can check them out. I uh, holy shit, dude! It, they're absolutely laughable. That's laughable. fantastic. All right, let's debunk. <laughs> All right, because it is a cryptid. Skeptical yeah. investigator Ben Radford states that the details of Chris Davis's story do not hold up under scrutiny. Sheriff Truesdale stated that Davis's story never wavered, but Radford writes that isn't true. Over weeks and months. And repeated tellings, the details changed many times, from having scales to the creature being packed with mud, how far away Davis was from the creature when he first saw it, and whether or not it attacked the car. Radford questioned how Davis was able to see details of the lizard man creature at 2 a.m. when there was no lighting nearby in a heavenly wooded area when the moon was not bright. Uh, headlights? Duh. Yeah, if this right. was an aggressive creature, why were there no other credible sightings? According to Radford, the timing of Davis's story didn't make sense. If Davis saw the creature in the shadows while he was closing the trunk of his car, Davis still had to get back in the car and take off. Yet Davis claims that the creature was so fast that it caught up to the car when he was doing 40 miles an hour. I thought the creature was in front of the car, saw it coming towards him, and that's why he jumped in the car and tried to get away, but then the creature jumped, eh, whatever. Yeah. So reports vary with the source that Davis told the police about the attack two or more weeks later. After investigating, Radford states that the lie detector test administered to Davis may have been a publicity stunt by Southern Marketing Incorporated, a company arranging personal appearances for Davis. 
Another curious issue was that there are no photographs of the damage to Davis's car, which provides some evidence that something happened. So I guess David is like the original bagel boss. <laughs> Another curious issue was that there are no photographs of the damage to Davis's car, which provides some evidence that something happened. Newspaper accounts give various d- descriptions of the damage to the car, and in one local newspaper, Davis is quoted as saying he escaped with no more than a scratch on his fender. Radford states that Davis's report is quite literally incredible, riddled with both implausibilities and impossibilities. It may be sincere or it may be a hoax, but in either event, no hard evidence of the creature has been found. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Smells like poo-poo to me, JR, but I mean, I wasn't there, so I guess I can't really say. But just just, just sounds and smells like poo-poo. Lizard man. It's poo-poo, but it's lizard man poo-poo. Now, during my research, I also came across an interesting article on the psychological study of conspiracy theories and the people who believe them, Chris. Uh-oh. I want to share some of the excerpts with the art from the article. Oh boy. Depending on who this is from, this is either gonna be really good or really bad. So let's get right into All it. Alright. Conspiracy theories in general are not necessarily bad, according to psychologists who study them. If we are all competing I'm sorry, if we are all completely trusting, it would not be good for survival. Sometimes people really don't have our best interest in mind. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, so far, not you know, off to a pretty pretty good start. The article goes on to say, while aliens and fake moon landings probably trigger eye rolls in many of us, defining what constitutes a conspiracy theory is difficult. The government, for example, does sometimes conspire to do the unspeakable, such as the infamous ni- uh, infamous infamous 1930 Tuskegee study initiated by the U.S. government to examine untreated syphilis in African-American men. Researchers blocked research participants from receiving penicillin or exiting the experiment to get treatment. The study continued until a media report made it public. In this case, believing that the government was conspiring to keep people sick would have been completely accurate. Yeah. Yeah, and that's just to name one of the ones that they got caught doing, like... Now, there are characteristics that help differentiate a conspiracy theory from prudent paranoia. Conspiracy theories tend to depend on conspirators who are unduly evil, with genocide or world domination as a motive. Conspiracy theories also tend to assign an unusually high level of competency to the conspirators, but when the government really does shady stuff, it often isn't able to keep it a secret. Mm, I mean, I beg to differ, but you still have my attention there. Well, the article goes on to discuss that the most widely appealing conspiracy theories are ones that allow a person to insert their own villain of choice. For example, conspiracy theories around the assassination of JFK are so popular in part because they allow believers to blame blame the cover-up on whichever power they fear the most, i.e. the U.S. government and associated agencies like the CIA or former Soviet Union and Cuba. Now, what was interesting to me is that unlike some conspiracy doubters, these professionals aren't condemning people like you, Chris, who are fully immersed in the conspiracy <laughs> world, <laughs> but rather they are giving validation and a sense of explanation to why people jump on the conspiracy train. However, flat earthers still suck, and 12 million people just in the U.S. believe interstellar lizards 
in people suits rule our country. So, you know, whatever. Come on, man. Like, there's got to be, like, a conspiracy you believe in, right? Like, just, get, you got to give me one conspiracy you believe in. One of them. It ain't this one. Right. <laughs> but do you have, like, any that you hold true to? Like, that you think, like, maybe something was swept up? Because, I mean, you got to think about it, right? Like, there are ones that, like, were a conspiracy theory that have come to light as not a conspiracy anymore, like MKUltra. But, but then it's not a conspiracy. Right, right. So now it it turns into which ones do you think are actually viable still? I don't know. And which man. ones I'm do not, you think are just I'm just not a conspiracy horse, guy? Horse I think they're all kind of horse poo poo. Um, you think they're all horse apples? I think so. However, that's kind of the point of why we're doing this, right? Maybe one day I'll look. We'll we'll cover a conspiracy theory, and I'll be like, you know what? I'm in. Like, what about like like let's just say something broad like aliens? Do you really think that's like a like a like, do you really think that like, they just don't exist, or do you think, like, it's being kept hush-hush? I think neither. I think out there there is some intelligent life, but I don't necessarily believe they've come here. Okay. All right. That's fair. All right, but... I'll give it. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. Back to the conspiracy topic at hand. <laughs> the most important piece of information I can possibly give you this episode... How to spot a reptilian in human skin. This right. is coming from an article in The Atlantic, but their source was AlienHub.com. Oh, well, that sounds like a very reputable source. Oh, it's a good one. All right, <laughs> here we go. All right. Predominance of green or hazel eyes that change color like a chameleon, but also blue eyes. Which, ironically enough, I have. Yeah. I have green eyes that change to blue when I wear a blue shirt. Blue blue shirt. So you're a reptilian confirmed? Not yet. There's there's more. No. Okay. Uh, true red or reddish hair. Although I do have some auburn in my beard. Yeah. Uh, right. Low blood pressure. I think my blood pressure is relatively normal. Keen sight or hearing. I have pretty good hearing, but my eyes are crap. ESP, I don't have. Okay. UFO connections, I don't have. The love of space and science, sure. Yeah. Piercing eyes. A sense of not belonging to the human race. How do you get that from somebody? How do you yeah. determine that? Right? I sense you feel like you don't belong here. <laughs> like, what? A deep compassion for the fate of mankind. <laughs> Physic abilities. Probably meant psychic. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Unexplained scars on the body. Capability to disrupt electrical appliances. And the last one to tell if somebody is an al uh, a reptilian alien. Alien contacts. Duh. You just look in their phone. If they got aliens on speed dial, yeah. <laughs> they're a reptile. <laughs> now. He's got, got, got Chad and then Chad and then in parentheses it says alien. Yes. Chad reptile yes. Chad. 
Notable <laughs> oh, suspected shit. lizard people include, hey. but are not limited to, Donald Rumsfeld, George W. Bush, Queen Elizabeth II, William Bill Clinton. Important, uh, important, important, important international pop star, Madonna. Why you all that build up for Madonna? <laughs> important international, not not the unimportant no, just, one. I could have just went with Madonna, but I, you know, <laughs> our own Queen of Hearts, Britney Spears. She hey. did shave her head and look like a reptile. Yeah. The People's Pope, Benedict <laughs> Ratzinger of Rome. The People's Pope. Yeah, right? What is this? He was the worst. Yeah, Angelina right? Jolie, obvious cracks in her human skull mask. Katy Perry, even youth up and coming are in the conspiracy. Everyone's obvious choice, Hillary Clinton. And, evidently, according to the website Metafilter, Barack Obama has had an alien lizard implanted in the back of his head with your tax dollars. How? Uh, what? I'm not sure. giving that any more than yeah, right. how outrageous it is. Um, but if you go to Metafilter, I believe it's Metafilter.com, you can read that article for yourself. It's ridiculous. That sounds ridiculous. So, there you have it, Chris. The Flat Earth is run by reptiles. I am officially joining both camps because what the fuck's the point of fighting it? Millions of people are already on board. Twelve million in the United States alone. So I might as well just go with the flow, man. See? Now that's the spirit. You got it. You got to at least keep up, you know, keep an open mind with it. Keep... You know, at least while we keep doing the podcast, you know, just uh, yep. believe in that flat earth, pal. I am officially coming out right now as a flat earth supporter and a believer in the reptilian elite. You wanted me to, to buy into conspiracy theories, Chris? Here you go. I'm in. Strong stance. I'm in, nice, Chris. Good. 12 million <laughs> and one. And one. We got our new one, everyone. All right, that's how we're going to wrap up this time on the Mystery in Our History podcast. Just fucking <laughs> reptiles. Anyway, see you next time, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Adios. <laughs>